So what's the big problem with wealth creation? How do people like us, who didn't inherit a boatload of money, who are investing and building wealth from our own blood, sweat and tears, how do we invest in a way that gives us remarkable results and become financially free before retirement age? I don't know about you, but I am sick of hearing from wealth gurus and experts who don't walk their own talk and prescribe strategies that are a one-size-fits-all approach. For self-made people like you and me, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to be superhuman or already wealthy to reach financial freedom earlier than 65. This is the Alternative Investing Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am really interested today in kind of revisiting something I've spoken about a couple of times, but I want to really unpack this idea of why it's possible to build life altering wealth, particularly an income stream, a passive income stream in a low risk way in two to five years. I know when I first talk about this concept with people who are new to the world of alternative, I get cries of, you know, it being incredulous, that it must be voodoo, that there's something wrong, that it must be high risk. Some people have asked me, is it comparable with cryptocurrency trading? And I guess what I want to really kind of express to you today, it's certainly not rocket science to understand that, you know, the concept of compound interest and compounding is what can deliver results over a, you know, longer period of time. Most of us know and understand that, but when it comes to developing a stream of income that you can rely upon and live off, and that's really, you know, to some degree what I'm aiming at when I say life altering wealth, it's certainly not voodoo and it's certainly not high risk investing. And it certainly has nothing to do with uh, crypto markets. There's a concept that I'll call the tail end. And if you understand this principle, then it becomes really self-evident as to why it's possible to get really exponential results in a short space of time. Everybody understands that compound interest is, you know, as described by Einstein as, as the eighth wonder of the world. What I actually want to talk about is really this ninth wonder of the world, which is not only um, allowing for compounding, but then taking returns and reinvesting them in order to build a higher velocity. Now, for those of you who don't know what the velocity of money is, I highly recommend you go back and listen to my podcast, which is all about the velocity of money and that ability to reinvest. But the thing to understand, and certainly the uh, Freedom Mapper calculator that I often refer to is, uh, and you can go to my website and get a hold of that if you want to play with it yourself. But if you start with a small lump sum of capital and you put it into, um, you break it up into pieces and you put it into a series of investments which deliver, and let me just make this sort of simple, let's say uh, 10 to 12% net return, net cash flow per annum, what starts to happen is that in itself, just as simple interest, and let's say, let, let me use an, uh, uh, an example of 100000 Each year, you get ten dollars to $12,000 off that. And, you know, that, that's a nice little lump sum that you could earn over time, ten dollars to $12,000. And obviously, multiply that out if you have hundreds or millions of dollars to invest. But the idea that 
I'm working on with my clients is, you know, most of the people that I work with are business owners who are in a position where they're running their businesses comfortably. They're not necessarily in a huge rush to exit the business, but they have, you know, some kind of runway where there's an intent to either exit, reduce intensity or extract themselves and keep the business. So some permutation of wanting the freedom to choose how they spend their time within, say, two to five years. Now, imagine that 100000 where at the end of every year you took it and you reinvested it. When I say reinvest, I mean you took that ten to 12000 and you put it back into investments that were also going to be earning you that same rate of return. What starts to happen is that those returns start to not only compound, but you end up in a situation that because you're reinvesting your returns, you're compounding your compounded return. Now, this is something that, you know, some people understand, but if you refer back to my uh, episode on the velocity of money, the difference between reinvesting those returns and not reinvesting can often be, you know, exponential. So I'm going to just run it through my calculator in front of me so that I make it really clear. But if I, if I have a hundred thousand and I allow the money to reinvest every year, just that, that 10, 12,000 by the end of year five, that same 100000 will be throwing off $21,000. Now, assume you put it into a strategy or an alternative investment, which will continue in perpetuity, or you redeploy it into different investments that continue to give you that 12%. But in year five, let's imagine that you pull up stumps and you say, well, I'm just going to start taking my income off the table every year. Now, $21,000 starts to give you an insight into how you could be thinking about opportunity cost. So the way to understand this concept of tail though, is in the first year that you had that $100,000, it was earning you 12, uh, you know, sort of somewhere between 10 to $12,000. In year five, if we take the upper end of say 12%, it's earning you $21,000. So you've more than doubled that income stream in less, you know, in five years, basically by the end of year five, simply by reinvesting. Now, none of this is particularly complex mathematics or rocket science. And yet so many of us kind of make investment decisions without taking into consideration this concept of tail end. Now, unfortunately, there aren't a lot of investments which allow you that ability to increase your velocity. For example, with Australian real estate, it's not common that the cash flow that we receive from our investments is, you know, worth all that much to start with, but that we can then accumulate and buy more property. It's really, really tricky. But in the alternative investing space, where the minimum amounts of money that you need to do another deal are not huge, you can see how this concept of velocity of money really starts to make things exciting. And I guess the real point about compounding income, increasing your velocity and this whole idea of a tail end where you're really getting a really high income stream by the time you need it, is that it's a game changer for people. Now multiply that 100,000 by say five and you can start to see that, you know, you're, you're really 
exceeding a six-figure income off a starting balance of something like 500000 So the point of where I'm going with all of this is you need to be thinking about what it is that you want when it comes to being aggressive with your investing. You need to be understanding what the tail end of your investment journey looks like and whether it's going to get you where you want to go. So I'm a huge advocate, and I've talked about this many times, of projecting your income streams, your capital into the future. Not too far into the future. I really love that kind of five-year timeline as a kind of a medium-term outlook. I have a client right now who is in the situation where they've been under the wing of a traditional wealth planner, a financial planner who has had them wholly in shares and they've dabbled in a little bit of property on the side. Now, they've reached the point where their runway to retirement was was pretty short. He was feeling quite worn out. He was approaching uh, traditional retirement age and he was really looking for outside the box thinking on how to bridge the gap. Now, this guy, he definitely struggled with the idea that, you know, him and his wife were going to have to compromise their lifestyle in retirement. He was especially kind of anxious that the business that he ran was not saleable, so wasn't going to give him this huge capital injection, you know, as he got to retirement. And effectively, the way that it was going to pan out was that he was just going to have to shut up shop. Now, what he's managed to achieve very, very slowly um, is over a period of about two and a half years, he has very gradually, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of cash sitting around. What he's done very slowly is gradually shift some of his hard earned capital into alternatives with the idea that the tail end was going to get them where they needed to be. So they had quite a substantial income gap to bridge. And had they not bridged that gap, they would have ended up in a situation where they probably would have had to sell their house, which like many people has a lot of lazy capital in it and downsize to something that was more affordable to free up some capital. The situation now is that by, as I said, reallocating some of their hard-earned capital into uh, investments and strategies which offer higher income, they've managed to bridge that gap and keep the large bulk of their share portfolio intact. I think the thing to understand, particularly when you're playing with your own numbers and trying to work out what do I need to do to get where I need to be, is to think about this concept of, you know, what tail end do you want and reverse engineer. The other thing is if you can acquire assets which allow you to take chips off the table and reinvest, then again, you're going to be doing a massive amount to accelerate your income stream. Guys, look, this idea of compounding and tails is is certainly not a new one. I'm not reinventing the wheel and I've touched on it in different ways in past podcast episodes. But the thing that I really want to drive home here is that if your runway to wanting to be master of your time is short, and I'm saying short as in that two to five year mark, and you are looking for a way to bridge a gap that if you took no action could, you know, would otherwise leave you with a chasm, then I think 
Understanding more about this concept of compounding income is really important. Getting your head around this world of alternative investments where your capacity to generate strong predictable income is possible is absolutely essential. I am talking to more and more investors who have done all the right things by the investing playbook and they are still not where they need to be. And I I genuinely feel that this concept of, you know, a 45-year retirement is becoming more and more redundant. And, you know, you'll hear me say this, I'm a bit of a broken record about this, that the most important currency of the century that we are in is actually ownership of time. Um, and the capacity to direct your efforts to have impact in the way that you want rather than running businesses and earning income because you feel you have to. So anyway, I'm sort of digressing here, getting off track. But um, look, if, if anyone has questions about this or they, they want to access that calculator to have a play with on their own, if you go to the website, inkosiwealth.com, I-N-K-O-S-I, it's just there. You can just get it. It's a free tool. And, and it just definitely gives you that insight into what this tail end means and why the concept of increased velocity is so crucial. Anyway, guys, till next time, take care, stay safe and look forward to catching up next time. You've been listening to the Alternative Investing Podcast. If you're feeling frustrated that despite doing everything right in the property investing playbook and you're no closer to financial freedom, then head on over to inkosiwealth.com to learn more about how you can use alternative investments to catapult your investing income and blend strategies to shave decades off your timeline to financial freedom. See you on the next episode.